on October 19, 1972, a group of students at Stanford University got together for a competition. The prize was a year's subscription to Rolling Stone magazine. The competition was to see who could get the highest score in a video game called Space War. Now, prizes from video game tournaments have reached millions of dollars. A lot's changed in the last 46 years, so get comfy, and we're going to talk about it. I'm Eli Webb. I'm Jaron Jolly. And I'm Jason Kinney. And this is Every Fan for Himself. Welcome to this episode of Every Fan for Himself. Hey Glad guys. to have you here. Hey, everybody. Um, I mean, yeah. this is the first episode after our, after our new leaf. Yeah. Um, after our, what? Our Animal Crossing new leaf. Our, our uh, probably, like legitimately probably our fifth promised new leaf. Look. Look, we thought we're doing pretty good, though. Like, this is... Summer's <laughs> ending. We released a lot an of episode leaves. about a week ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're doing okay-ish. I mean, it depends on when this gets released, I guess. Tonight, baby. Well, <gasps> liar. For who, hey, for them, it is tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever um, tonight is to you, that's when we're releasing this. <laughs> but we're, we're glad to have you here. We're excited for whatever this new leaf is and forever, for however long it lasts. Speaking of Animal Crossing, new leaf, um, Isabel is coming Has to Smash Brothers. Has joined the fight. Yeah, dude. It's so cool. <laughs> so it's so cool. Anyway, that was like I, I guess. I guess I shouldn't have said that. We I mean, even we're getting news. into news. Is okay. this news? Yeah, we're doing it. Welcome to news, everybody. Nice. In other news, um, the the hole in my shirt's getting bigger. <laughs> oh. I can see Jason's whole elbow, and it's a long sleeve shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I can see most of his forearm as well. Uh, yeah, and he's just enduring. Yeah. Hasn't bothered to roll up the sleeve. <laughs> no attempt to hide his poverty. So if you're no. looking for a disheveled man, he has a go girlfriend. somewhere else. I was gonna you finish that. Okay. I've, I've, oh. I've. No, dude. This is the sh- this is the first shirt I wore on our first episode. Oh. This is sure I wore on our first episode. Wow. I thought Jason was gonna say no, no, no. I thought, like, Let it, the women come. <laughs> I thought he was gonna be like, this is the shirt I wore on our first date. Yeah. They you could have gone so many different. You and versions. me. You, yeah, yours and my first date. Yeah. That's right, Jay. Actually, maybe. I've worn the shirt a lot. You wear that yeah. a lot. And we've been on a lot of dates. We've been on a lot of dates. <laughs> we used to go on dates together, Eli and I. It's true. I don't get invited. No, you were... You were out. I don't know what you were doing. <laughs> like, I honestly don't... Anyway, those days are over. Those days are... The good days are behind us. <laughs> <laughs> what um, news, Eli? Nope. Um, let's start with Jason because nope. he already he already led us off with that <sighs> Isabel news. What's in, let's see uh, Isabel shirt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we've got uh, some new um, pictures of the Joker movie is with Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, he's yeah. borderline uh, No Country for Old Men hair. He is. Yeah, yeah, he is. No, I mean, he just kind of looks like it's just like Joaquin Phoenix like doing stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, there's like a short video of him messing with a clown. Um, honking his honking nose. Honking his nose and like cute. giggling. Um, <laughs> cute. But that's about like all we got from that. Um, let's see. 9 11 was a couple days ago. Uh, let's see. Oh, Captain Marvel. Jeez, okay. <laughs> 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 Captain 
I mean, it was. Tone shift. <laughs> there, was, there was a uh, Captain Marvel uh, trailer that just came out. Yes. Um, today, as we're recording it, actually, it came out. So by the time you hear this, it's probably been a couple of days. <laughs> probably um, a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that one time the, the Captain Marvel trailer came out? That's when we recorded yeah, it. Yeah. So, yeah, Captain Marvel comes out next week. Um, <laughs> excited. That no, we saw the trailer. Trailer looks cool. It looks very um, cool. She probably punched that squirrel in the face. The grandma. Yeah, the grandma. grandma. That's probably cool. grandma squirrel. We see it, the, the quickest little glimpse of the little mohawk outfit. Oh, little mohawk I'm so excited outfit. they're doing that with her helmet. That's cool. Because, I, I mean, personally, I wish... Like Thor had his helmet more. I wish uh, Thor had a mohawk outfit. I wish he had mohawk I wish helmet. Hulk had a mohawk. Mohawk. He outfit. does have a mohawk he, helmet. He did. He, he had the mohawk he, helmet. He does, and not his hair. Oh, true. true. Hulk don't have a lot of hair. He does. He has a lot of hair. He has enough. <laughs> he to actually a has a fair amount of hair. A faux hawk, maybe. Yeah, he has a good amount. If he shaved the sides, it's a, clearly a mohawk. All right. Right. Any length. <laughs> any any strip of hair in the middle. If there's no hair on the sides, is a mohawk. Yeah. What else? What other news? Let's um, get through this. Uh, the Spider-Man <laughs> video game came out. I've played. I played a lot of it, and it's actually really fun. Mm, it so, looks fun. Yeah, it's 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 pretty crazy stuff. Cool. Jer. Uh, <clears throat> my news is, are both sad kind of news. Is um, well, you don't have to be sad about sadder than nine eleven, Jaren. Jason. <laughs> no, we didn't even acknowledge that. <laughs> Moment of silence. Alright, back to the business. Jason. Jason. We gave it a moment of silence. We got <laughs> you, it. All right. You brought it up. Breath. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> a real moment of silence. Alright, that's good. That's good. Nobody wanted Just to be another lull. Of silence. <laughs> There's a difference between a dedicated moment of silence and a lull. This is getting really bad. Any this lull. Radio. Oh, you know what? This Any really lull from now on is dedicated. It'll add on to about a minute. <laughs> by the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, no, in perpetuity. Any further oh, episode. Any we'll have lull. hours. We are yeah. the most. Well, if yeah. you want to talk Humble. comic books. We're dedicated. Um, like characters like Doctor Doom and Juggernaut, they all helped clean up on 9-11. So really? They did. Yeah. They did. That's good. Fun fact. Common enemy. Interesting. Yeah, all the bad guys came and chipped in. Yeah, good for them. Um, Remember Lego Batman? Yes. They did that too. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, they did. They connected the city after yeah. it split yeah. apart. They all did a crunch. They all <laughs> flexed their abs. <laughs> You're right, Eli. Um, best DC movie yet. Dude, that's, wow. That's pretty deep, like, on DC's part, like, drawing symbolism to 9-11 with the... Yeah, Lego Batman that's movie. exactly what they that's did. That's pretty wild. That was intentional. <laughs> Henry Cavill. I'm not going to acknowledge the... I wanted to get through news BBS. quickly. Yes. Okay, yeah. anyway, let's Jason, <laughs> you need a different podcast for this one. I know. Uh, Henry Cavill, who is um, Superman in the DCEU, um, has kind of... The District of Columbia European <laughs> Union, for those who don't know. Has kind of... <laughs> Sort of been kicked out as Superman. It's not official. No, no. But it's not. The the thing is, there are there haven't been any plans to have him in a movie. Yeah, that's right. the thing. But well, the issue is he he was there was a scheduling conflict. He was supposed to appear as, in a cameo in the upcoming Shazam movie. He couldn't schedule it, and so DC just kind of rashly said, "Well, sorry, you know, we'll maybe find someone else." And they made a statement saying they love Henry Cavill, but. Um, they made a they made a comment about it being like James Bond that James Bond has been a lot of people and it yeah. you know fills a lot of shoes. They're but like I Superman's been that. a lot of people. I'm like, 
Not in what, the same. Christopher Reeve and what's his face? Yeah, Brandon Ralph. <laughs> not, not, <laughs> not in the like, same continuity of the universe yeah. like that. So no. yeah, which and and I mean, they like have a grace period <laughs> it, yeah. with James Bond. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> before like, a new Bond happens. Yeah. I mean, and and say what you will about the DC movies, I think Henry Cavill has real. He's a good Superman. I yeah. don't want to see anybody else as Superman. Yeah, he's been amazing. And like uh, yeah, it, and they kind of just said like. Our relationship with him is great, and we're, like, maintaining that. And, like, even Henry Cavill's agent said, like, you know, he's still, like, got the cape in his closet. He's still Superman. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it got a little bit blown. Um, Yeah, and even Henry Cavill, like, posted a video of him wearing a Krypton T-shirt, holding a Superman action figure with some goofy song in the background. (laughs) He really is a dork. (laughs) (laughs) Plays World of Warcraft. Um, But, no, like, he's... He's fat when he's younger. (laughs) It's not that, like, he's forever gone. It's just that they literally have no plans for him. We don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Um, And then the other sad news is... um, Actual news. Yeah, legitimate. um, Is Chris Pine has exited the Star Trek franchise, which is sad because he's been an amazing Captain Kirk. And I love those Star Trek movies. Yeah, I like them a lot. It's awesome. I mean... Sorry to any Star Trek fans. It's the only reason <laughs> I had any interest in Star Trek. Well, yeah. no, Next Generation is cool. And I've, yeah. I've seen a little bit of Next Generation, but it is And we might get into it if we ever gave it a chance. Yeah. I Yeah. But you know what? Yeah. So far, one year after our first episode. <laughs> now that Chris is gone. I'm still resolved. <laughs> that's how we led this the first episode. This is not a Star episode. Trek podcast. Gosh. All right, that's me. Cool. Um, just, a, just a little quick news for this boy. Mm-hmm. Netflix big, big has announced a reimagined live-action Avatar The Last Airbender. So that's a big deal it is. by itself, right? Just that would be a big deal. You would hope, okay, whoever takes this on is hopefully, you know, they will learn from M. Night Shyamalan's mistake. Because yeah, I love the live-action. I mean... <laughs> I am kidding. You had the serious face on. I know. I did. It's dude. the worst. So movie. you you would hope that you know whoever's hands it's in um, could manage to do something with it. Yeah. But I don't think we have to worry about that because mm-hmm. it's from the original creators, Michael Dante DiMartino and Brian Konietzko. Wow, you went interesting with that. So I thought it was just Konietzko. Konietzko. K O N I E T Z K O. I just heard him say it's Brian Konietzko. You've heard him say it? Yes. When he does. Remember how on Nickelodeon growing up he oh, showed yeah, you how to draw little things? You think you still remember that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> it's probably Konietzko. <laughs> um, but it's the original creators. So yeah. I'm. If they're involved, I have. Very excited. Brian great confidence. Can yeah. New York also, it. still kind of weird. I maybe would just want them to do a. Another animated thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, give us another avatar. <clears throat> right. I, I Let someone reestablish the, the past lives connection, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And I was so sad. I like it because in the weird. statement that they made about it coming to Netflix, they said, you know, we're going to make it culturally <laughs> appropriate and not a non-whitewashed cast. <laughs> and um, That's yeah. what M. Night tried to do. Yeah. He tried. But They're like, also since this is in Netflix... No holding back. No more rules. We're cussing. Aang is going to have the foulest mouth. <laughs> Sex scenes. Yeah. yeah. So, look forward go. to that. Um, that's that's what we got Yeah. for news. Please. Um, part, of, part of my news is actually incorporated with this episode, I guess. So, I was, I was going to wait. But uh, since it is technically legitimate news, I'll say it. Give us news. Um, ESPN Magazine just released a gaming issue. 
but it's not like a subset. It's still ESPN Magazine, and Ninja was on the cover. Mm. And we'll get a little more into that later. I love that they represent Asian culture on ESPN Magazine. That's really cool. A ninja from feudal Japan. (laughs) All the way from feudal Japan, ladies and gentlemen, a ninja. A sovereign assassin. You know him. You love him. Sworn enemy to the samurai. (laughs) The voice. We've got the sworn enemy of the royal estate. Ninja. I like that voice. Thank I you. like that voice. I like that voice. <laughs> anyway. Jay, you what uh, that clip? All right. <laughs> okay, why don't we get a... Uh, We're going to get some... Fanfic. That's all. Yeah. We're going to get some fanfic in here. This is by... Hmm, Danaosawa. Um, ba-ba-wa. Um, ba-ba. uh, What's that? It's from Ace Ventura. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that I, name reminded me. Really? Yeah, second one. I was going to say, is that from Nature Calls? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Please, Eli. Grace. Please me, Eli. Angela burst down the wooden steps, her feet quickly rushing down two or three steps at a time, her hand unable to grasp the railing as she descended into the lowest cabin of the ship. Surrounded by endless flames all around her, her skin had quickly become drenched with sweat and she couldn't even hold on to the key, having shoved it into her pocket to keep from losing it. Her foot slipped on the final step, though she quickly recovered as thick smoke rushed into her face, grabbing a hold of the railing for dear life. Finally, she made it down to the darkest part of the vessel, wiping off her face with her long, laced sleeves, panting hard for breath as the oxygen down here continued to burn beneath the bright orange and red flames above her. She crouched down beneath the smoke, keeping her eyes narrowed as she navigated toward the back of the cabin, reaching deep eye to her pocket as she turned a corner around a pile of crates, seeing Faria crouched herself as best she could against the support beam behind her that her hands had been bound by. This is well written. You gotta take really? a breath at some point, buddy. <laughs> For fan fiction, I'm impressed. Tell me what. Tell me what you understood by seeing Faria crouched herself as best she could against the support beam behind her that her hands had been bound by. I didn't understand. Words. <laughs> <laughs> See, up to that it's point, it's convincing I was a little bit. But once you actually get to the context, you're like, wait, what is Ooh, actually happening? It's deceiving. It I is like deceiving. That. Yeah. Angela quickly went on toward her, not taking her eyes off her target. Faria's face sneered as she angrily watched up at the ceiling, her shoulder dipped defensively as sparks of flame burst off the wood and onto her, causing a small grunt from her as she moved around the beam, noticing Angela as she did. <clears throat> what did she what did she notice Angela do? I think noticing Angela approaching. Oh, okay. Angie! She shouted, confused, her voice nearly drowned out by the roaring flames around them. Not hearing her shout, Angela simply ran up to her before immediately rounding around and behind her. Rounding around? <laughs> rounding around and behind her. Bound. Leaving Faria to feel the jolting at her wrist as she struggled with the iron contraption that kept her down here in this inferno. Faria's face shot back towards the door as a loud creak burned through the, ma- <laughs> through the air before a massive snap broke her ears Ooh. as a gigantic beam broke her ears as a gigantic beam fell from the ceiling, blocking most of the path that Angela had just used. Faria's head bolted to the side. Angie, Maybe. what the heck? You should have... She paused as another crash tore through the air, now beginning to try and yank her chains away from Angela's hands as they tried to work the key into the lock. Angela's voice suddenly shouting, I'm not leaving you down here. Father had me come get you. What? Faria shouted back, confused. Why on earth would he... A rattle went through Faria's wrist as the lock went undone, her hands now freed from behind the beam. She slowly pulled her arms forward as an aching pain kept them sore as her voice seethed through clenched teeth. In an instant... However, Angela burst around her, wrapping her arms around her as her, fa- as her face buried itself into her side. Oh, I didn't want to lose you, Angela muttered, inaudibly, 
as Furry reached down to hug her back. Another decisive rumble roared through the ship, which broke their union, leaving Faria's head to bolt. I don't understand what head to bolt means, by the way. She's used that twice. Something's to boot. Head to bolt. As she rushed to see how the path to the exit, she frowned as Angela remained buried into her, her arms swooping down to pick her up as she started walking around the flames, searching for as good of a path as she could. I'm going to leave it on that kind of cliffhanger, mostly because I'm lost. There's a ship that's burning. Uh-huh. I don't know who picked up who okay. at the end of that, if it was Angela or Faria. Um, I looked up head to bolt. Can't find anything. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's head, uh, Leaving Faria's head to bolt. Faria's head bolted to the side. Um, what, what did like, you, like quickly. Turned. I'm going to be honest. Was she, she was on a pirate ship? That's what I think. What, are we, what did you read us? What did you just do? What have you done? That go ahead, was go the, ahead and explain that it. That was the captain's primage. Primage? But from what? From so she's making up words and phrases. It's from Overwatch. Yeah. Okay. Which cool. none of us have played. No. True. The little, the little. Uh, Angela. Is Angela one of the? The little synopsis is aboard the slip, the split stream. Captain Morrison maintains a tight command over his wily crew members. When his daughter Angela first comes along, however, it coincides with the revealing of a thieving stowaway, Faria, which brings the crew into flux. To make matters matters worse, Faria is soon. Pursued by a specter from her past, willing to do anything to take what she has stolen from him. Oh no! Same. Oh no! Yeah, I'm not. So I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. And looking at the the avatar of of this author, mm-hmm. it looks like it's a My Little Pony <laughs> dressed as Link. Oh. But Link's tunic is a New York Rangers jersey. Oh, I'm so crossing Look, a few streets yeah. there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Link, hockey, furry. No, not furry. No, a pony. A pony. Little pony. Gosh, That's fine. Dude. Apologies to our, our listeners uh, that are either furries or ponies or just respecters of, of <laughs> human people's, nature. People's fandoms. No, I know me. that there's actually some tension between between the furry community and, and, the, the, and the, the kind of brony pony community. That is the... That is the nerdiest like rivalry I've ever heard of. Nerdy is, is no, no, pretty ner- generous. Nerdy is like a nice way to say that. Yeah. Um, Lamest. That is the <laughs> <laughs> And I'm not sure where it stems from. I'd like to do more research into that. I'm I'm promising you now that we're going to do a a Bronies Furries episode. Imagine the sexual tension between those two groups. Just imagine those I, two I don't think, think they, they like, like each other. Just, let me tell you. I don't think imagine they like each the other. Imagine the sexual frustration <laughs> in the lives of the individuals. Mean. You're a bully, I'm Jaren. a bully. If you're a brony, send me hate mail. Oh, freak. Also, that. it sounds like someone's passing gas, but it's just a creaky table. It is. Oh, or it's Jason. Or it's a pirate ship. <gasps> pirate ship on fire. Passing gas from fire gas. <gasps> Eli. What is this episode about? We're talking esports. We are. We're, We're talking, talking video games on a competitive level. And we are going to break down all of your notions of esports, if oh. you literally had any, if you <laughs> if you know something about it, you might have an opinion on it. But maybe that opinion will change after listening to yeah. this episode. We hope so. We're gonna well, break down I mean, some... unless it's what well, we think it is was a already great positive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mentioned a little bit of the history. Yeah. Um, about that video game competition at Stanford University. That's the earliest known video game competition. Space War. Space War. I've never heard of Space War. Neither did I. And, like, I wonder if 
if the magazine was worth the prize? Like, was that like a formidable prize? Was that what they wanted? A year subscription for Rolling Stone. Because I got that for free when I signed up for a membership to (laughs) FYE, the (laughs) entertainment store. The 70s were a different time. Okay. You know, I mean, it's 72. Rolling Stone is probably really cool. Sure. And, I mean, you're a student at Stanford, and also video games aren't a thing. I mean, it's the 70s. Early 70s. Yeah. So there's no such thing as video game culture. Yeah, it's just competitive. Yeah, culture. Um, Atari held a Space Invaders Championship in 1980, and that was the earliest large-scale video game competition. So there were actually more than 10,000 participants across the United States, and uh, that was again just to see who could get the highest score. But that says that that's what established competitive gaming as a mainstream hobby. Hmm. Hmm. Um, so esports, first of all has kind of a a nebulous definition because there's, I mean, do do you just consider it an organized competition or does it have to be an actual league or can it be something like a streamer, like Ninja? Right. Um, So, I mean, what do you guys think just off the top of your head? What's esports? I I think it has to be um, organized. I mean, at least like where it is now. Um, I think it has to be more organized because otherwise you're just playing video games. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of makes the distinction between eSports and just playing video games. So organized like by uh, by like a, an established organization. Or like making it like there is a competition, you are a part of a team or you're a professional, you don't have to be a part of a team to play <clears throat> okay. eSports. So, and with that definition then, do you think Ninja is, would you think he falls under the eSports umbrella? He competes. Yeah. yeah. And he wins. I, I mean, mean, but it's it's his streaming, right? He, he The money yeah. he makes is from streaming, not necessarily an organized thing. Um, yeah. I, I think it, it, that's hard because, like, I, immediately off the top of my head, I would say that that's more of, like, he's making money off entertainment, mm-hmm. um, kind of like a YouTuber would. Yeah. yeah. And we'll get. I want to get more into that in a second. Yeah. What do you think about esports, Jaren? Just what is what is esports? I think esports. I mean, the concept, and then I think we'll get into this. But the concept of esports being a legitimate sport, I guess, uh, of being something that requires practice and skill and years of training and of you know competing and working your way up. That's cr- it's like completely in the last. I, I think especially in the last three or four years has just exploded, especially with games like Fortnite. And it's been around for a while. With I'd War say exploded into the mainstream. Yeah, that's, um, what, that's what I mean. I mean, to the, to the point I'd where... Say, I'd say, honestly, even in the last five years. Okay. but but Oh, I'm, farther back than that, guys. Um, into the mainstream. I'm talking... I'm, 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 yeah. Well, like, like, well Twitch, Twitch started in 2011. Right. And, like, it yeah. was... It was pretty popular even when I, it that's that's streaming, right? That's yeah. just streaming. But that's I'm, an I'm individual. T- I'm talking about I'm talking about names like Ninja becoming almost a household name, yeah. or or, or oh. you know, things like that. That and like established legitimate professional leagues, yeah. not just professional competitions, right? right. Yeah. And, and the point where today we have uh, worldwide the biggest events garner, f- you know, over 400 million mm-hmm. watchers. Mm-hmm. Around the world for the, for the big, you know, um, competitive gaming events. That's mm-hmm. like unprecedented to me, and that's yeah. wild. And it it almost turns like the world of competitive sports and things. It, it adds like this whole other 
sector yeah. that's growing so fast, yeah. rapidly, and becoming something so new. And we'll get into that more as sure. well. Um, and I think I wonder if esports is is just being able to make money off of video games. Hmm. I wonder if... That's how it started. Because, I mean, no, just even now in general, because Ninja, I would say he's an eSports athlete. Yeah. Um, but the majority of what he does is just plays in his basement. Yeah. But he also makes $500,000 a month. Absurd. So <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, but, I mean, so there were video game competitions mm-hmm. from 1972 on. You know... Um, there's there were TV shows that that sort of highlighted it, um, you know Guinness World Records started recognizing high scores and and things like that, and it became more publicized and more popularized. Right. Um, which I think is I think is kind of cool. It's not like video games were around for such a long time before people started picking up on it. I feel like as soon as you know. There were video games. People kind of started saying, "Like, oh, we can compete. Like, this is a yeah. this is an avenue for competition on a mass scale." Right. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's why there's leaderboards on arcade games back yeah. from the '80s. Yeah. It's yeah. all about co- get to put your three initials. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that that it's it's a very competitive element, and those who argue against esports, even calling even including sport in it, I think the the competitive nature. Of video games absolutely qualifies it to be in this conversation, yeah. and and more than anything, um, esports kind of got to where it is because of the '90s itself. Yeah. Um, because the '90s is when like the internet was introduced. Yeah. You know, and that made it that a worldwide next. thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, that made it so it's not just like oh, like a group of people get together at the local arcade and we all play Galaga. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, this is like you can compete from anywhere against anyone. Yeah, you know, and you're on, on a almost professional level. Yeah. At that and so point. these leaderboards for these games aren't just localized anymore. Yeah, yeah. And so the, the '90s was huge for that. Mm-hmm. Huge, and that and that really, I think, you know, the internet is what made the the real boom in competitive gaming, right. because you know it's tough to to sit and. I mean, even even when when we were younger, let's say we're on Xbox 360, and you know you want to do maybe a local play or, or hang out with your friends, you can maybe get maybe four of you together if the schedules line up. Yeah. Or you have a gold membership. Yeah. Literally any time of the day mm. or night, you log on and there are millions of other people playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The internet just allows you know complete flexibility and freedom. Just because of the sheer number mm-hmm. involved, and that explodes video games mm-hmm. and and competitive gaming. The f- the first online video game was technical. I mean, according to Wired magazine, they did an extensive article about it. It was a game called NetTrek, mm-hmm. and it was in 1988, and they considered it the first online game. And it was, I mean, crazy. Even then, when the, you know the earliest stages of the internet. They were like, okay, let's plug it into this yeah. basically arcade cabinet and let's make it global, like yeah. you're talking about, Jack. 1988. Right. That predates all of us by six years, yeah. right? And think about how lame the internet was. Remember your earliest internet experiences, right? I mean, listeners, some are younger, some are older. Um, but your earliest internet, I mean, that's like pretty weak stuff. Yeah. You know, earliest iterations of Windows and... Oh, my gosh. WordPerfect. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, I mean, just looking then at, like, the in 88, six years before we were even born, you know, before we can remember whatever the internet was in 94. Um, 93. Jason was born in 93. Heck, man. Losers. My bad. <laughs> um, we have an online game. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. so so nerds really do kind of run the world. Yeah. Absolutely. And, like, even, like, a lot of the, the games that were big back then – I'm not going to say the 80s anymore, the 90s, yeah. um, are still played competitively today. Mm-hmm. A lot of the games that, yeah, like um, games like Quake and uh, Counter-Strike. Street Fighter. Yeah, and, and Street Fighter. These are all games that, like, originated a long time ago, yeah. but they're still played to get today yeah. competitively. Yeah. And they're some making, of the I mean, Street Fighter is pre-90s, too, though. It is. And, yeah. and pe- people are still making hundreds of thousands of dollars in one sitting on Street Fighter, on Street Fighter 2. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. If you want to hear something pretty 90s, um, Blockbuster Video ran a World Game Championships. <laughs> so, amazing. yeah. R.I.P. Blockbuster. You know there's one left? One Blockbuster remaining? In like Oregon, right? Something like that. Yeah. Maybe in I think Pennsylvania. It's, I think it's Oregon. I know it's West. Okay. I, I, I think it's Oregon. I miss it so bad. I miss the Blockbuster Dude, so that, bad. You know what? I miss Hollywood Video. I, I miss Hollywood Video. Because you could rent well. games for cheaper Hollywood Video. Yeah. And it was right next to my house. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I yeah. That. I know that Hollywood Video. It's a, it's a paradise bakery Dude. now. Right? I know. <laughs> it's so sad. Because you could get games for five bucks, whereas Blockbuster was like seven. Because it was like, in in our family, it was like, you go down on a Friday night. Friday nights, that's what you're doing, dude. You're going down to the Blockbuster, Hollywood video, getting a movie. Like, that's it. Or if my parents had like a party for adults at our house, they'd be like, okay, you can rent a game. You can get a game. And then we just sit upstairs, sneak down for snacks, and play just a rented game. Dude. You don't get that anymore. We, we literally, yeah. oh, I think we all had the same childhood because that is exactly, exactly. Dude, what, I think what my our whole did. generation yeah. had the same childhood. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and that's not even online. Now we're just reminiscing about video game rentals. But yeah. honestly, like, that's part of it too, is because, is. like, there was so much accessibility at the time right. for mm-hmm. these video games that, like, anybody yeah. could get and play them, you know, just through things like Blockbuster. And that's huge. I think accessibility is huge, especially for the esports movement now. Mm-hmm. Um, professional sports, you know, professional athletes, it's like, look, I, you know, I'm, I'm never going to be an NBA player. Right. Maybe, maybe if I had played all my life and maybe if I worked harder than every other guy out there, I and could. And you were lucky. Maybe. And if I was lucky. And you know, somehow grew four and if feet. I was Well, and, and if I was, may, I could maybe be the next Muggsy Bogues <laughs> or Isaiah Thomas. Honestly, he's 5'11". Yeah. yeah but, Spud Webb. But anybody of any ability, any size, shape, weight, age can pick up a video game and start playing. Yeah. And I think I think that that accessibility is what's so attractive, and why honestly, I'm I'm I would not be surprised if in the next twenty years, I I maybe even say less, uh, esports has a greater viewership than regular Football. sports. Sure. And you know what the worst part about esports is, is like Eli said, anyone can do it, and anyone can be really good at it, which means. Like, I'm getting just schooled by seven-year-olds all day long. Yeah. Well, it, and it's if, interesting you bring that up because talking about, you know, with video games, I can be this athlete or I can be this hero, mm-hmm. right? I can be whatever. It's coming to the point where it's like it's not cool. It's it's not that, um, like, wow, it's so cool that you can be uh, LeBron James on mm-hmm. this video game. It's cool that you're Ninja 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It's cool that you're yeah. the guy playing. It's not, totally. It's not yeah. cool that you're the character. It's cool that you're mm. you playing. It's cool that I'm this player with an identity. With this talent. Yeah. It's, cr- it's mind-blowing. Yeah. And, I mean, we have the internet, right, as this catalyst. Yeah. Um, and I would say for the growth of esports, um, we see that, that South Korea was really the the catalyst for that responded to that catalyst. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm um, excited to talk about South Korea. I learned, I read a lot and I'm like, I am blown away. I'm most excited <laughs> yeah. to talk about South Korea. I mean, so looking at just the quick <clears throat> wiki page on esports, um, following, th- there's a mass building of broadband internet following a financial crisis in 1997 in Asia. And so that made it accessible for people in South Korea to play video games. Also, apparently, um, a high unemployment rate. People were looking for something to do. And so they turned to video games. And Mm -hmm. those two kind of environmental factors really led to an explosion of esports in South Korea. Yeah. Hmm. Jared, what else do you have? I I, I seem excited. Yeah. So (laughs) it's interesting. So Korea, South Korea is the biggest... Uh, I mean, I mean, I don't know how else to put it. It's the biggest country for gaming in the world. Mm-hmm. More games are watched, played, bought, and <laughs> obsessed over in South Korea than anywhere. Um, in it's it, it's even so insane that in 2000, a, 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 like a sub branch of government was created called Kispa, the Korean Esports Association, an entire branch of government. Mm-hmm. It's an arm of the Ministry of Culture, Sports, and Tourism. Right. So so it's a, a sub-branch of the government, yeah. if, whatever. But like the, the fact that it's so explosive <laughs> that they have to have regulations to keep up with yeah. it is yeah. insane. Yeah. Um, Internet cafes were also instrumental in that process. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which is something you don't see as much in, in America or in oh, not Western even society at all. Um, and it's, it's interesting. They, I mean, in Korea started what's called basically the Olympics of, of, you know, online gaming at the WCG, the world cyber games started in 2000 as well. And it's been just mind blowing Yeah. since then. Um, the, the two biggest games that are played in South Korea are Starcraft two mm-hmm. and League of Legends. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently, like, games in South Korea got to this critical mass of people being so addicted and neglecting jobs and family and life that basically, like, uh, another branch of governmental health became very concerned. And so they started doing all these studies on how we can help people have normal lives and still be able to play <laughs> video games. And so they introduced tons of different like government programs to help people get outside, incentivize. They actually came up with something called the Cinderella Law. And the Cinderella Law basically says people ages 16 and younger can't play video games from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. <gasps> they made it illegal. And it's still a law like today a lot. called the Cinderella Law. So you, if you're it, not an adult, you can't play video games cool. at, at night. That's cool. Because, I mean, it, has, it stops you from being a student. It stops you from yeah. developing, just physically sleep, yeah. you know. And But it's funny, they literally had to make it illegal yeah. to play video games at night if you're a teenager, which is insane. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you, you come to 2018 and some of the, the world's highest paid esports athletes, I'd say most of the world's highest paid esports, Esport athletes come from Korea, and mm-hmm. the, these leagues from Overwatch are 
mostly Korean, mm-hmm. which is crazy. And so looking at these two games, you know, StarCraft Two and League of Legends, mm-hmm. um, both are RTS games, real-time strategy, um, where you have assembled your team and you're looking, you know, you're not a lot of game styles, especially that people are familiar with, are first or third person, mm-hmm. where you are looking from the eyes of your character or you're looking from just behind them and controlling that character. Um, but the strategy games, you're looking above it's like a wide battlefield yeah. and you are controlling or ordering sometimes hundreds of troops and directing, you know, especially in StarCraft. League of Legends, you're typically one character, right. um, but you still have this sort of aerial view, this this almost 45-degree down angled view mm-hmm. um, of these games. And and for some reason, those are, are what caught on. Yeah. And, I mean, those are the biggest. And, and I mean, I, I know, I remember even hearing about that years ago before I knew the the presence of esports. Um, one of my buddies was super into StarCraft, and he was like, "Dude, you ha- you have no idea how big it is in South Korea." <laughs> yeah, and it really is huge. I mean, even coming to university, um, I I saw like a group of South Korean kids. I wasn't profiling. I think they were like under a, f- a, a like a club or something. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't like they look South Korean, <laughs> but. I would say, honestly, I would probably say seven out of ten of them were on their laptops playing StarCraft. Sure. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's just that's just a huge part of the culture. Mm-hmm. Obviously, so much so that they have, like, government dedicated to <laughs> gaming. Yeah. No, it's it's huge. And actually, I was watching a bunch of, like, interviews and stuff of just, like, these uh, gaming tournaments. And uh, one person that was interviewed was, like, so, like, which crowds are crazier, the North, like the American ones or the Korean ones? And the guy's like, well, it's, they're different because in Korea, it's a lot of uh, screaming girls. <laughs> so yeah. it's a lot of high-pitched, like, rock screaming star. girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where in North America, it's mostly guys. And so it's just yeah. a low roar, yeah. which yeah. is like, <laughs> it's in, crazy In South Korea, yeah. they're, they're like, it's like the Beatles. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Beatlemania. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean... The rest of the world was so slow to catch up. I mean, I wouldn't even say catch up, to, to pick up on what South Korea was doing. Yeah. Partly because they had, like, internet for everyone. South Korea still has the fastest internet in the world. <laughs> um, and so, I mean, we start seeing, though, after the year 2000, this, this gradual increase. And during the 2010s especially, um, we see this, this boom. Twitch comes mm-hmm. around. It was originally called, I think, Justin.tv. Um, <laughs> so I'm glad they switched <laughs> um, to Twitch, which is a video game streaming service. So essentially, the premise of Twitch is you can produce your own content, film yourself, film you, like your face, and the game you're playing, and they share a screen, and people... Pay money to watch you play a game. Yeah. Which is interesting because that's the exact opposite of how it was in years past. Yeah. Where you literally had to pay to broadcast yourself. And it was very expensive to broadcast yourself. Yeah. But, like, it got into this age where it was, like, free to do it and, like, people would pay you. Yeah. That's out of – that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And you might be thinking, like, 
it's insane that anyone would do that. Why pay to watch someone else play a video game? But I would just like to, to extend the question to you, dear listener. What's the difference between that and sports? Mm-hmm. And honestly, sometimes video games are a lot more fun to watch. You know how long it takes for anything to happen in football? It takes an eternity. Same with, I mean, I love the same with soccer. Like what, yeah. Like in, in a football game, what, how, how many minutes do they play a game? Honestly, like, honestly, like what's the percentage? The percentage that they it's actually move. Maybe like ten minutes. Oh my gosh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. Worthwhile Yet, plays are happening. I can sit down and watch a, a match, a one-on-one match of Super Smash Brothers, and within twenty seconds, I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I at the uh, esports that Eli, or sorry, esports at the um, gaming the convention. gaming convention that Eli and I went to. Like we watched a lot of. Uh, gaming matches, mm-hmm. um, whether it was Tekken, mm-hmm. uh, Street Fighter, we watched a lot of Smash Brothers, mm-hmm. and it was so exciting. Like, yeah. it didn't matter who was playing or, uh, like, what was on. It was so exciting no matter yeah. what happened. And I think so. So, you know, don't knock it before you try it and before you understand really what goes into it. And I think, too, that especially where video games are now, like... It's it's the the response, the reaction and reflex that's necessary. Things are happening in real time. I can understand maybe someone, you know, balking at the idea of, of paying to watch someone play Pac-Man unless that person is like the best in the world because that would be kind of cool. You know, because it's, it's, it's a pretty simple format. But fighting games now... I still, I still don't understand the Minecraft walkthroughs, yeah. the, like, three-hour Minecraft I know, that's mostly kids, I would say. It is, but they, I mean... They, they watch it. That's, that's true. But I think games nowadays are, they, they have the same kind of engagement, at the same, I would say, more engagement potential than sports. And especially with millennials and younger, mm-hmm. uh, we want more and more instant gratification, and video games provide this in a way that sports just can't. Yeah. Sports can't keep up with the with the shots of dopamine that video games produce. Yeah. And to add to that, video games can can do things that sports could never ever do. You can blow up, you know, in into this ridiculous science fiction fantasy arena and and you know, so there's an element there too of, yeah. of imagination. So But it's got it's got the elements of That's why people watch. Yeah. yeah. It's got the elements of, like, sports as in, like, I can play soccer, mm-hmm. but I can watch, like, professionals play and just be really impressed by, like, their footwork and, like, how good they are at the sport. Yep. But here's the thing. With video games, I probably play all the same video games they do, mm-hmm. but can still be genuinely impressed with how good these <laughs> yeah, guys always. are. Yeah. And always. it's like, you know, and, and I, I still like to watch some good, like, FIFA players yeah. on, on, you know, play, play the game. There's also a game called Rocket League, oh, Rocket which League is, is so soccer, fun. except you're driving this ridiculous rocket car <laughs> and trying to, to hit a gigantic ball into this net. And it's all techy and yeah. fast and quick and futuristic. It looks like it's straight out of, uh, I don't know, the, the only thing that's coming to my mind is that horrible Speed Racer movie that came out. <laughs> <laughs> the Neil Hirsch and John Goodman. <laughs> So uh, maybe not quite like that. Rocket no. League is a blast. Ro- Rocket so League fun. is funny because it, it seems like the, maybe the stupidest concept, <laughs> like on paper, but it, it's pretty thrilling. It's so yeah. fun. To watch. But that's so. So Twitch is is now this this service 
that allows people to pay to watch streamers. And this introduces an element also of charisma um, because people aren't going to pay to watch some awkward recluse just sit quietly and play a game and be good. Mm -hmm. People are paying to be entertained. So this is real programming where you're paying for a personality as well. And Ninja, um, Tyler Blevins Mm -hmm. is his name, has has tapped into this and to become the most successful streamer of all time. I mentioned he makes half a million dollars a month. That's projected. He says it's probably more than that. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I actually have a list pulled up of the of the the top uh, paid highest paid Twitch streamers. And on me. It's it's interesting because more than half of them are not people, because these video game companies have caught on. The second most popular Twitch stream is Bungie, the company that made Halo and yeah. Destiny and this uh, Nintendo as well is up there, and Rocket League is number three. Just. Rocket League, the game, but Ninja's number one, mm-hmm. and then it goes Bungie, Rocket League, and Bungie and Nintendo are kind of tied up there for a second, and then TSM Myth, mm-hmm. um, which you may have heard of, then Overwatch, and then it goes to a few other guys, Soda Pop and Shroud, Dr. Yeah. Disrespect. Um, and and, and well, just that, I mean, with that in mind, it varies, you know, earning-wise from about $6 million. and these companies aren't really as concerned, I would say with the promotional aspect as maybe a Tyler Blevins would be or as whatever, like the advertising aspect. Yeah. I mean, maybe they are. But um, it, it's interesting because, I mean, it goes from like Tyler Blevins, which is like $6 million, down to I think the top 10 lowest one is like $3 million, $2 million. And I, that is, I don't, I don't understand that. So for all those parents who got after your kids, saying there's no future in this. You can't play video games for a living. Look at the world we live in. You actually can. I'm not saying you should, but you can, and you can be stupid rich doing it. And they can make more than you. Yeah. (laughs) They can make more than you by sitting for eight hours a day and playing a game. I also want to clarify, it's not six million a month. It's six million a year. Yeah. I, I already said half a million a month. Okay. Yeah, we, we, we went over that. That is way too much money. That is a lot. I'm Wow, that is amazing. It's amazing. Me. I mean, he's just featured on the cover of ESPN Magazine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? He, in March of this year, March of 2018, he hops on with Drake yeah. and Travis Scott and yeah. Juju Smith-Schuster, two rappers and an NFL football player, and they play a game of Fortnite and break the streaming record. They almost double it. <laughs> the, the, the streaming record, the most... Single, the most unique views of a played video game ever. Yeah. I mean, this guy is a big deal. Yeah. And, I mean, most of what he does isn't through an organized league. Mm -hmm. It's not even through organized tournaments. He sits and he literally plays 12 hours a day, Mm -hmm. two six-hour sessions, and he just tries to play 50 games. And... And that's that's what he does, yeah. and this is his living. He he has a mansion in Chicago, just outside of Chicago. Right. I mean, he's married. His wife is is his manager, um, and it, it's it's hard to wrap your head around <laughs> this kind of lifestyle. lifestyle. Yeah. He started professionally gaming in two thousand nine, playing Halo three, mm-hmm. and oh. just kept playing different games and did well. 
and uh, started actually he played Player Unknown Battlegrounds before Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then saw on his stream that people were kind of talking about this new battle royale game, and he had an eye for it and decided to jump on it, and is now the the. I mean that Fortnite is what launched him into his startup. Unbelievable status. And, and Fortnite yeah. is a phenomenon in and of itself. Yeah. So it's free to play. The the battle royale mode is free, which I think is is the the largest factor of their success. But they essentially they drop 100 players on a field on, on an island. It's a, it's a big area, and after they're dropped, they pick up weapons and collect resources to help them build forts, hence Fortnite, and kill each other until there's one person standing. Yeah. And you know what's funny is, like, a lot of the games that are, like, the most popular, um, you know, competition games um, are free. You've got Fortnite and you've got League of Legends, which is also free to play. It's like, yeah... That, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I want to bring up an interesting point quickly about streamers specifically. Streamers are always, I, mean, I feel like a lot of the time are involved in a lot of controversy because what <clears throat> they're, hap- they're, un- they're under these circumstances where they're playing this high, you know, this sort of tense mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. right? Millions of watchers, hundreds of thousands of yeah. viewers, and it's this high stress thing. And naturally, if you lose early or something happens, mm-hmm. you know. You react. Ob- you react. Obscenities, whatever. But yeah. a big problem, and this happened for a famous YouTuber, PewDiePie. Yep. This happened. He was he was Twitch before Twitch was Twitch. Absolutely. PewDiePie was, was uh, I think he's Swedish? Yeah. yeah. He's Something like he's that. Scandinavian. Scandinavian. So but he was, he was a YouTuber. He made unbelievable amounts of money. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird how we've kind of forgotten about him with, yeah. with Ninja now. Um, but he was he had the most YouTube subscribers out of anyone yeah. ever and made I think he made more than Ninja. Well, I'm sure. Um Ninja also I think has seven million YouTube subscribers wow. in addition to his Twitch subscribers. Yeah. Um but 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 yeah, but he I mean, what said some offensive things. He said some racial slurs. And I mean, now we don't talk about it. We don't. And I mean and even Ninja has made some comments that are as favorable to certain communities and maybe not as bombastically as PewDiePie, but... Yeah. Um, He's pretty tame. He is. But yeah. I, I mean, I've seen a few videos of him going maybe a little f- off the leash in ways that he shouldn't. But it's interesting because a lot of these famous streamers get in hot water. Mm-hmm. And it's just because of their tempers. Yeah. Ninja, actually, he uh, he was he was rapping along to, I don't know, some rap. Ended up saying the N-word. Obviously, there's backlash for that, but then he he apologized, and it wasn't out of anger, which I think helped his case. Yeah, <laughs> um, he was he was just singing along with the rap, but he actually committed after that to not swear on his stream, huh. um, and I think that is I think the internet being what it is, a lot of parents are nervous about who their kids can see and interact with yeah. online, especially with stream. I mean, there's no. You could click on anything and see anything, yeah. you know, and I know a lot of streamers um, get their followers because they're willing to do some pretty weird stuff. Yeah. Um, so I think Ninja probably earned points with parents by oh, yeah. swearing off swearing. It, it's funny, though, because in his videos, I, I remember seeing a specific change from when he stopped swearing because I remember his early videos, it would just be 
littered mm-hmm. with swear words to now it's mostly him just screaming come on like over <laughs> and over again he just goes oh come on that's like all he can say yeah. now do you guys remember, I really the days, that. remember the days of halo 3 when you'd get on the chat and somebody <laughs> would say something about your mom oh, oh yeah and then like call you the n-word those were the yeah those were some dark times in America. Some eleven-year-old white kid in Wisconsin calls you the N-word. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Those are yeah. some weird times. Oh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. That's <laughs> that yeah. was my expo. That was my first. I wasn't actually much of a Halo guy ever, but I remember the the live chats in in COD. Modern society would <laughs> never <laughs> sur- survive on the server boards <laughs> of Xbox Live. There's no yeah, way. There's a lot of memes yeah. about no that now. Yeah. Um, oh, but, but, like, it, it, it's funny, though, because it's, like, I mean, sure, these guys are huge, but anyone can do it. And that's, it, yeah. you can be nobody and still make money off of it. Mm-hmm. My, For example, my roommate, he's not a nobody, he's my roommate. Um, <laughs> but absolute idiot. Anyway, like, so my roommate, Spencer, he makes $100 a week. Yeah. Or, but, like, I mean, he works hard for it by, like, by playing Destiny, too, mm-hmm. He like because he has to play a lot and do a well. But, yeah, he... Makes a hundred dollars a week, or eh, more or less, probably about a hundred dollars a yeah, month. About. Honestly, probably about a hundred dollars a month, if I'm being honest. Um, playing Destiny two, helping people get um, just like flawless um, runs through Trials of the Nines, yeah. or the yeah, just like any of the other like game modes. Um, and like, you guys don't know who my roommate Spencer is. N- none of you guys are. Well, he's heard making of this money. Guy. But yeah. he's still making some money mm-hmm. off of doing a Twitch stream. And I, I yeah. was his roommate, too. And, I I mean, he spent, I have to say, the majority of a 24-hour period in his room. <laughs> like, that's I mean, so he has a dedication. job and he would go to work. He does. <laughs> but then he'd go home from work and then play Destiny. Immediately, yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, it takes sacrifice. And, yeah. But I think... The it does dis- take a level of charisma, too. The di- it does. That's what I was going to say. The distinction here is, like, yes, you can go and be an amazing... Um, esports athlete but i think we talked about it earlier you i mean if you really want to be a successful esports athlete and be like mom i want to dedicate time to this mm-hmm. it takes being more than just good at video games well i think i think that's where we need to make the distinction yeah um to be a successful streamer you need charisma sure you okay. need you need more than ability however i want to get into leagues yeah. The actual professional leagues, which are a strict meritocracy, <laughs> um, and and where you don't have to be social at all. Kids, yeah. listen up. This is where you pay attention. This is where you this check This is out. where you break in. No, I'm saying this is where you, this is where you realize you can make money because none of you are charismatic. <laughs> um, you losers. <laughs> so there have been, in this last two years, um professional leagues created now there's there's a difference so there are there are you know national leagues there are a lot of league of legends leagues within south korea within france they they have kind of their own national leagues um but there are there are three professional dedicated leagues in esports right now and that is the nba 2k league the emls and Overwatch. And those are, these are salaried players. Yeah. These are, Drafted they have players. drafts. Yeah. Um, the Overwatch League is international. Yeah. And um, we'll get to Overwatch. I want to save that. Um, first, EMLS, because I didn't really know it was a thing. 
Yeah. I don't know if they didn't market it well enough. Yeah. Um, so this is FIFA, video game FIFA. Mm-hmm. The, FIFA 18. Yeah. MLS teams, most of them in the United States, had an eSports branch that participated in the eMLS. And, I mean, I really have to chalk it up to marketing, I think, because I did not hear about it like I did the 2K League and obviously the Overwatch League. Did you guys yeah. know much about it? Nope. Paul? Nope. Yeah. So, I mean, tune in next year, I guess. They're already done. Like, it was it was crazy. I, I found out about it when I think, like, the last game was yet to be played, but that was it. Yeah. And um, it was funny because I, I love FIFA. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, th- these, these players are, are salaried video game players. Yeah. Not from streaming, from an actual league who's paying them money. Mm-hmm. And for the, for the best translation of that, we'll, we'll go to the 2K League. So the NBA 2K Gaming League has um, most of the NBA teams participating where they have five players, five gamers, who have their own character. And I didn't know this at first. I thought, mm-hmm. okay, are you going to play like just as the Jazz team if you're part of Jazz Gaming? But no, Jazz Gaming literally is its own entity with five players it drafted that are their own identities as well. Like players they created in the game. Yes. Yeah. And so these five players they have are... Imagine that these video game players are just basketball players. Mm-hmm. Um, so our... You know, so we have on, on, the, on the jazz gaming roster, for example, Deeds, who is power forward. Someone named Yeah, I Compete as point guard. Smooth with a V... <laughs> As small forward. We met Smooth, kind of. Yeah, we kind of did. Mr. Slaughter 01 as center. Tyfe World as shooting guard. Stan Breezy as power forward. So these are (laughs) gamers with their gamer names who are acting as these positions in the gaming league. And I mean, th- and they are—they are salaried. They have <laughs> access to team facilities. I know at least the 76ers, because some um, other leagues and other things are are owned by random people. I mean, I know like some professional athletes own like a um, what's the. Counter-Strike, that's the one. Right, like, I know Jonas Jurebko, the basketball player, owns a Counter-Strike team, but that's <laughs> not part of the league. This league is actually in line with the NBA. So with, the NBA yeah. has the NBA 2K League, and teams have their own 2K teams. Yeah. yeah. I over-explained that, but that's what it is. Yeah. And it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that we have now, like, a jazz gaming team mm-hmm. and the Utah Jazz. Yeah. It's crazy that we have, you know, I mean, and the Knicks. And it's interesting, too. Look at the Knicks basketball team. Didn't do so well this last season. One of their star players was injured. You know, it just it just didn't really amount to much. However, their gaming team won the league championship. <laughs> I think I, uh, that's New York. I mean, you've got such a, you know, melting pot of people. <laughs> well, also, they're drafted. Like, these guys are drafted. Yeah, it's so true. it's not necessarily from I New guess York. not. It's, it's true. Have to imagine the league... NBA, but just gaming. It's true because the, so they're drafted. The Knicks were, were the best team, and then there's a lot of different categories in which they can be the best. I know that the Blazers, Oregon, has also some of the best players. They 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 were on the top of a lot of lists of mm-hmm. depending on I guess the specific competition or the bracket or whatever. But the Knicks, 
but um, the Blazers. So Oregon surprisingly has yeah, but not Oregon. Players. These people are drafted. Remember, I guess, Jared, I'm, I'm saying the the team, the Blazers. <laughs> yeah. So that's not surprising. <laughs> I guess not. It's, and that's that's what's crazy though. It's hard to wrap your mind around the <laughs> Mo- reality of an actual gaming yeah. league moving and lifting up your home for a video game. League. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and there's a literal draft. I mean, imagine just the the draft out of college, a player wherever they're from, <laughs> whatever college they went to, they move to this location. And that's that's an interesting angle too, though, with gaming is that you can play remotely. Yeah. So I don't know how many of these people actually moved. Yeah. Yeah. I think they did, though, because I at least follow jazz gaming, and they're all always at the facility. They're practicing as a team. Yeah. They're, they're physically here in yeah. Utah. And what's interesting about these is, like, whether you play um, Dota, Counter-Strike, any of these games, um, they, these guys are practicing for, like, eight hours a day. Oh, yeah. Like, they, yeah. they, they practice. I mean, mm. of course, if you think about it, like, they're just you know, they're playing a video game. But, like, they're still practicing. Yeah. It's, it's they're true. Putting in time. They're putting in time. The, the highest paid esports athletes, not streamers, but athletes, the top 20 are all Dota players. Dota 2, technically, players. Yeah, Dota 2. And, and that's, like, the earnings-wise. And this is just not, ad, not advertising or promotional stuff, but just earnings from competitions. It's, like, $4 million mm-hmm. yeah. in one sitting. It's crazy. And that's basically all South Korea. Yeah. With that, um, and and the league within that, and I, I guess I could equate the the two K league to those other leagues, but I don't know how those work. I don't know yeah. if those teams are self assembled. I know they're a little different. Um, and I guess right before we get to Overwatch, there's also, I mean, collegiate esports is growing, mm-hmm. and I mean, we've saw even just again, Jason and I went to the gaming con this year, yeah. and we were able to see college teams who had traveled like Colorado University came to the Salt Lake Gaming Con mm-hmm. so that they could play in person in the League of Legends tournament <laughs> and they have jerseys yeah, and, and they, they have sponsors oh absolutely yeah. they played uh, Smash Bros too so we got to yeah. see them yep they and went up against um, the University of Utah in the finals yeah oh no Smash Bros was just local oh was it yeah oh. Smash Bros was like a, a local College invitation. Sorry, it was, it, it was Weber State. I was State. remember it was Weber State versus University of Utah in the yeah. final. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and and like so. I mean, we had the local one for Super Smash, and then League yeah. of Legends was like an actual collegiate league. Yes, and I actually right. know that the that's University right. of Utah is is very um, progressive as far as like their gaming goes. They have mm-hmm. like a whole branch and a whole area um, kind of dedicated to game development, but also esports. Um, and I think that's kind of a cool direction to go. Mm-hmm. And they like coaching, and they do summer camps for kids, yeah. and like where they coach them. Um, so that's cool. And that's it's it's all growing, and it's all getting big. But I do want to talk about the Overwatch League. Um, Overwatch is also actually produced by Blizzard, um, and they make StarCraft too. So they're tapping into something. They know something about us and the games we like to play. They also make World of Warcraft. So Blizzard is doing something right. Um, but the Overwatch League is an international league um, that drafts players, and these are salaried players. the 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 highest salary for an Overwatch League player was one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And like, I know it's not NBA money, but for the inaugural season of a video game league, someone is being paid one hundred and fifty thousand dollars 
Like we're going yeah. through college to hopefully make half that. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. And instead, some kid is playing a video, and it's 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 unbelievable to wrap your mind around. And I don't know if it's good. I don't know if if kids should be able to say, "Look, mom, I can make one hundred fifty thousand dollars doing this." Yeah. Like, is it is it is it really the same thing? I don't know. And I don't. That that's a, almost an ethical question. Yeah. Like. Is you want to support your kid if they're like, I want to be in the NBA. You're like, chase your dreams. <laughs> but they're like, I want to be in the Overwatch League. Dude. It's like, it's more realistic. Honestly, I think it's more realistic. Uh, honestly, because of that though, accessibility. Th- any kid, any kid, if given the time, any kid could end up in the Overwatch sure, League. Sure, but it's like, it's <laughs> the kind of thing where it's like, if my, you know, 18-year-old son was like, I'm not going to college... I'm just going to dedicate my life to video games and I'm going to be a professional. I would say, well, yeah. maybe you should still go to college. Yeah, <laughs> Honestly, and it's, I mean, that it raises a, a, an interesting question. And it's, it's going to be interesting to see the direction because now kids today are going to be raised seeing professional esports athletes. They're, they're, that's who they're going to follow. That's yeah. who they're going to have posters of on their wall. Yeah. That's who they're going to, you know. <laughs> imagine having a poster of a dude on his computer. Oh my gosh. Ninja, Ninja, Ninja had more Twitter interaction than Shaquille O'Neal and Drake and no, you, some other people. Would you really <laughs> want a Tyler Blevins staring at you before <laughs> no. you go to bed? No. Is it that weird though? Yeah. Do you want a LeBron James staring at you? I guess so. I guess I do. Are yeah. we, have we, I guess have I, we just I, been conditioned fine. to this? To have, like, instead of, like, this beautifully beautifully sculpted yeah. <laughs> Kobe Bryant, just this scrawny white guy with blue hair <laughs> doing <laughs> finger guns at me. You know what's so interesting, too, <laughs> that you mentioned that? It's, it's interesting that a lot of these, even though you aren't required to be charismatic, a lot of the professional gamers and things I've observed in the league, they're not what you think of when you think... Oh, like yeah. a gamer, they're not the the weird in the basement, overweight, pale. No. Like no, they're none cool. of them are. None of them are. They you, got like spunk and attitude. Yeah. You watch these um, gaming competitions where like these teams come out. Um, literally, all of them are just like average dudes. Like mm-hmm. none of them are like your stereotypical like nerd on his computer in his basement. Yeah. Like just overweight. Like they're just average guys. Yeah. And yeah. like they look probably just like us. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, so the Overwatch League has teams. I'm going to read off the teams really quick. It's the Boston Uprising, Florida Mayhem, Houston Outlaws, London Spitfire, New York Excelsior, Philadelphia Fusion, Dallas Fuel, Los Angeles Gladiators, Los Angeles Valiant, San Francisco Shock, Seoul Dynasty, and the Shanghai Dragons. Um, mostly American. In fact, all but three. Yeah. Are American. Yeah. Two are in Los Angeles. I don't know how they get away with that. Uh-huh. I don't know why LA just gets to do that. LA can blow off, man. Ugh. Hey, it's the same. It's the same with most sports. They ha- like. That's California. what I'm saying. What What are they? Population. I guess. <laughs> but you feel like with esports, like literally anyone can tune into that. Yeah. Come it's on. It's not LA. regionally. Based. Get over yourself. Honestly. Anyway, <laughs> these are the teams. Um, I mentioned a little bit ago in one of our episodes that the that the finals were going on, um, that the, the the first the league finals were going on, and that the New York Excelsior had been upset by um, a, an update. Yeah, so the Philadelphia Fusion upset Excelsior, 
Um, but then in the final, Philadelphia Fusion faced the London Spitfire, and the Spitfire swept them mm. for the, the first ever Overwatch League championship. Yeah. So I told Jaren and Jason mm-hmm. to pick an Overwatch League team to support for eternity. And I gave them the, the only exclusion is that if Utah gets a team. So you are putting you are you are putting everything on the line here mm-hmm. and now. Who'd you pick for your team? I I had to narrow it down to two. Um but I think I ultimately chose one. Okay. I, well who are your two? That I edged over the other. Okay. Give us and the second place first. I, then. I did this literally just like before we came, I just looked at all the names and chose the ones I liked the best. <laughs> I have no idea how good these actually teams are. Right. Actually I do now because I just pulled up their stats. Yeah. But that's not affecting my decision. So I chose uh New York Excelsior mm, and nice. Boston Uprising, and I chose for my favorite to be Boston Uprising. Nice. It's a good team. Nice. What led to that decision? I, I, I liked their name and their logo. <laughs> yeah. That was about it. You're like a seven-year-old um, picking a favorite NBA team. <laughs> Honestly, actually, I like um, New York's logo better, but I thought <laughs> Uprising was kind of cool, so I just chose That's Uprising. Cool. Nice. That's cool. Okay. Jason, you are now a Boston Uprising fan. Yeah. Congratulations. Jaren? You know, I, I weighed it, and I picked one, and then I changed my mind, and then I picked one, and I changed my mind, and I finally landed on the one I think, and I picked them because they have a good, um, they had a really good season, wins, losses. They did mm-hmm. better than a lot, mm-hmm. and I see a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. I went with the Los Angeles Gladiators. Did you? I did because of the diversity on the team, of them. I like that they pull from a lot of different places. You look at a lot of different teams, and it's all one type of player. It's all one type of whatever. Um, I, 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 I mean, obviously Los Angeles is a hub of a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, and they were the better Los Angeles team. And so, Gladiators, baby. Let's nice. go. Nice. Um, so, when I first saw the league, um, I, I was sort of in awe. I don't know what graphic designer for half of these teams talked the teams into letting them design a logo. <laughs> totally. Some of these are trash. Honestly, I think my least favorite out of all of them is the San Francisco Shock. I think that's a dumb logo. It's just really lazy. Yeah. Jaren, check this out. I saw the San Francisco Shock. It's yeah. just like, let's use Star Wars font, and then we'll put it on orange background. It's bad. And let's make a weird Golden Gate Bridge out of, I don't know what those are. Like sound, sound waves? waves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a big part of my decision was graphics-based. So that ruled out for me the Florida Mayhem, San Francisco Shock, Philadelphia Fusion, and probably the Houston Outlaws. I didn't like that green. Green's um, kind of weird. <laughs> and I I really like, I love cheering for an underdog. Um, I love, that's, I feel like, you know, at least with the Jazz, I feel like people don't appreciate the Utah Jazz, and that makes me love them more. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love a good comeback. I love a good revenge. And so I was tempted to say the Excelsior mm-hmm. because they were knocked out of the finals, you know, and and maybe they could have their chance to to rise to the top. Um, but I don't. F- I didn't feel like the Excelsior. I like the, actually. I do like the Dallas Fuels icon. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I also like the Seoul Dynasty icon. Cool, cool. And the Shanghai Dragons. And both Los Angeles teams. Shanghai Dragons don't look like they've been doing too hot. No. Yeah? No. Um, so, taking those things into consideration, I started to kind of narrow it down. I did kind of want to have a, a local feel, right? Um, I mean, I like the idea of a close team, so okay. both Los Angeles teams kind of got there for mm-hmm. me. Just walking through this process and, and helping you guys, you know, hopefully pick your Overwatch team, you listeners. Oh, also, I liked the London Spitfire. I did, too. I, I, I almost picked them. Yeah, and I, I think the only thing that stopped me is that they won. Yeah. I didn't want to be a bandwagoner. No, no. I think I think that's the coolest name, is the Spitfire. Their logo is really cool too. Their logo is really cool. I, I forgot best, to include that. I think it's my favorite one. Yeah. So I I I like the London Spitfire, but I can't choose them as my team. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to need your guys's help because I'm I'm actually having a hard time okay. narrowing it down um, between I think the Los Angeles Valiant mm-hmm. and the Soul Dynasty. That's a it's a great that's a great setup. I would I would go with the Los Angeles Valley. I would also go with the Los Angeles Valley. I was thinking that I really like that thing. tiger though. They're third like. they're third in the league, yeah. right? And and I was going to choose them over Gladiators, which I like that you chose Gladiators. Yeah, Gladiators is like fourth. I just I like the, I like the growth. I like the I like it. It's like a jazz for me. It's like mm-hmm. you know what? I want to see where they can go. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Like I I considered both of the Los Angeles teams. I'm just. I find myself to be so very anti-Los Angeles <laughs> that I couldn't do it. Yeah. And so if we're going to have, if you're going to choose one of them, like I say, you know, do different ones, the two of you. Yeah, and I, and I like the idea of, of, I mean, I like maybe rooting for, a, for one of the, um, uh, the... Uh, Actually, Los Angeles. Out of American. Yeah. Oh, well, that's interesting. And you know what? Like, uh, Valiant's got that... that Thor's helmet with the wings, yeah. like, logo. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I kind of dig that. I hope you guys have looked it up by this point. We've yeah. talked a lot about it. Um, and you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. You guys you guys haven't really... I mean, we've asked you to engage. I'm going to test to see if any listeners will engage. I'll let the people decide. So you tell me <laughs> if I should be a Soul Dynasty fan or a Los Angeles Valiant fan. And if, if it, whatever ends up getting most, or it could even be just one person telling me. And uh, we'll see. If I had to tell you which one to be, I would tell you to be an Excelsior fan. Just because that's the other one that I was going to choose, and you sounded like you kind of were interested in them. I was interested so in Excelsior. Like, I guess maybe, I'll, maybe. I'll leave it. I'll, I'll broaden it. If it doesn't have a stupid logo, <laughs> I will listen to your case. Okay. I want to hear from you guys. We want to hear from you, um, but this is this is now we have a Boston Uprising fan and a Los Angeles Gladiators fan. So if you're listening, Boston Uprising, send me tickets, dude. Yeah, send him some swag. I don't know. However, do that you works. do tickets <laughs> to these events? <laughs> do I just do I just scan the barcode that I put on the back of my neck, <laughs> a la Hitman? <laughs> um, so that was a little of a, of a digression. I also want to point out that the World Cup of Overwatch is happening right now. Ooh. Overwatch World Cup happening as we speak, you guys. It's a big deal. Um, a lot of teams are participating. 
Most of the group rounds are finished. We just have one more group round remaining, which is the France group. So there, France, Thailand, United States, and South Korea are the groups. So people are playing in these areas, um, and the uh, there are groups to determine the top two teams from each group of six move on to the to the championships to the to the next round. Um, so the remaining one happens September twenty first. And it's the France group, which is United Kingdom, Poland, Italy, Germany, Netherlands, and France. Mm. Um, it's pretty cool. United States made it to the next round. Sweet. They they won their group round. In fact, out of all the six, they were they had a five and zero match record, which is awesome. Um, cool. And that means that we know that South Korea, Finland, USA, Canada, China, and Australia have made it so far. So we'll get two more from France. Tune into that. It, it should be really exciting. And I think it's actually going to be free to watch. Um, and the finals are going to happen at BlizzCon, which is Blizzard's mm-hmm. convention where they go over all things them. <laughs> all things Blizz. <laughs> um, but that that's uh, Overwatch. Mm-hmm. And that's eSports. Mm. Guys, there's a lot of eSports going on. I know we missed mm-hmm. a lot. I know we should probably talk more about Dota. Probably should have talked more about that one I can't remember. League of Legends. Uh, no, that other one. Uh, Counter-Strike? Thank you. Oh. Yeah. People, used, oh, that's a popular one. I yeah. used to play a lot that's of That's one of the most popular ones. I used to, like, middle school, I played a lot of Counter-Strike, dude. So, I, I mean, we're, we're just, we're helping you dip your toe into the water here. Um, but esports are, are the way of the future. Oh, that's where you were, you mentioned the future, and I said we get back to it. Mm-hmm. The Olympics are even considering what I doing to bring esports. Up. Yeah, uh, I, that's kind of an interesting thing to leave you on, I guess. Like, as of October 2017, esports has been in serious consideration to be in the Olympics going forward, mm-hmm. and the first ever esports arena official designated just for esports is being built in America in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. I thought so no, fun. I think I thought it was already built. Was it in California. There is a new oh. one being built, but I think it was actually in California. Excuse me, in California. I want to say San Bernardino. Maybe maybe what I saw was the biggest esports arena being built in Las Vegas. Maybe. That makes sense. Yeah. That's By so the, the Luxor. The Luxor is like, eh, yeah, the Luxor. We'll just go all in. Yeah. Which is kind of neat. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, this is this is a big deal, and it is the way of the future. And, I mean, if get on your board kid, or die. You, your kid could end up in the Olympics. <laughs> Think about that. Awk- awkward Jimmy could be a gold medalist. <laughs> little, little autistic Jimmy. Oh, Jason. Jason. He could have autism. Why can't he? Why can't he? He can. Know, it just, just feels like you're excluding him. No. <laughs> Jason, you're alienating little no, Jimmy. No, you guys moaned as if it's a bad thing. No. Uh, <laughs> but... Esports are, are certainly on the up and up. They're they're not going anywhere, and we're excited to to watch things happen and watch them progress. We're excited, hopefully, for Utah to get an Overwatch team, mm. and and we'll try out and do miserably an easy <laughs> an easy place to root for. Um, but I mean, that's been that's been esports. Just the the tip of the iceberg here. Go ahead and email us mm. at everyfanforhimself at gmail.com, Facebook and Instagram, everyfanforhimself, Twitter at EFFH Podcast. Rate us on iTunes. Tell me who I need to cheer for. And uh, Tell me what to think. 
Tell me who I to be. Incredibly insecure. <laughs> Tell me what you want from me. Tell me if you want to play Magic: The Gathering or if you want a five dollar. <gasps> Tell me if you want to play Hearthstone. That's another esports game. Yeah, kind of like Blizzard Magic: game. The Gathering. Another Blizzard game. Yeah. Blizzard. I've played Hearthstone. It's kind of fun. It's like Magic. Yeah. Yeah. Too I mean, so I guess I, that's all I have related to esports. Re- did you? Did you, you say something related up to? You didn't say the word. I mean, that's all I. That's all I have. I, I don't know. I'd that's related. I think we should get off topic. I think we a should little, get a little bit. I think we got to break it down. Get a little bit. Are you doing? I'm doing. Shoot. It's unrelated, unrelated. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I was just doing like a jazz riff, yeah, and you yeah, had. Yeah. I loved it. I thought we were doing some sort of sexy bebop. That's what I was no doing. Beat no poetry, no, no almost. Jason has to steer it. No way. Jason throws Not on my watch. it in. Alright, Eli. All right. Here's a question. We'll pick. It's it's related. Okay. Oh, okay. But Ooh. only only uh, only in, only in language. You gonna swear at us like <laughs> Tyler Blevins? <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to include some profane rap lyric? I hope. That's the only relation not. here. <laughs> um, this Unrelated Unrelated is brought to you by KFC. Always. Get a $5 fill-up. Get a $5 fill-up. They got a new item. They got a new thing. <gasps> Tell us about it, Jay. Well, it's in. It's uh, <laughs> It's part of the $5 fill-up. Tell us about it, Johnny. Thing, but it's it's a uh, breast and thigh. I, no, right, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> so Say no more. Go straight to the breast and thigh. <laughs> so that's KFC. Um, it's brought to you by them, but it actually deals with another restaurant entirely. Oh, oh. Eli. <gasps> Popeyes. I'm sorry. Popeyes? Johnny, <laughs> Johnny. Yes, Popeyes? <laughs> nice. That was good. Talk Popeyes is the enemy. That's right. No, dude. Popeyes is delicious. Hey, every Don't fan you? for himself is against Popeyes. <laughs> no, we're not, dude. Popeyes is delicious. Today please. starts an official <laughs> anti-Popeyes <laughs> campaign. Louisiana fast. It's good. It's Louisiana, but get a job. It's uh, losing uh, Anna. Anna. <laughs> Okay, Eli, hit us, please. Okay. Was that for? I'm, I'm pausing because I actually forgot. I, I. Oh, this is awful. This is good radio. No, we're not gonna. We can't include this. The 9/11. Is this a 9/11 moment <laughs> of silence? Ew. Do you guys ever do this thing? <laughs> Hear it through your head. Okay, come on. Okay. Restaurant. Was it McDonald's? Was it fast? No, it was it was oh, okay. Blizzard, like a Dairy Queen Blizzard. Okay. But I forget what was around the Blizzard. If you want to share a Blizzard or have a Blizzard smoothie, name after create the perfect Blizzard. What would it be? What yeah. Blizzard character would you want in that Blizzard? <laughs> Did you write it down? Jaren, lick these batteries. Where'd you get those? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we're going to hasn't been on for the last hour. Jason just took them off. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Please, Eli. <laughs> I'm going to scoop it in myself. <laughs> Before you guys can okay. smell it. I want to sniff you. I want to sniff you hard on the sink. <laughs> After that, get you something to eat. Ooh. Because make more fart. True. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. of more fart make. Okay, so basically, <laughs> I fart. So basically, I fart. <laughs> so basically, a monkey. A monkey. Come on, Eli. Help me out. I'm really sorry. Do you want it to be Blizzard? You already managed in the food thing. We can't really go back and wreck on that. <laughs> yeah, it's something with Blizzard. Okay. Um... um. 
whose what Overwatch character's <laughs> flesh would taste the worst <laughs> in a blizzard? I want to order something. Jason, help. I want to finish the damn show. All right, so I got it. It's dumb. All right. This related, unrelated, unrelated um, mm. is, is just got, it's, it's all restaurants but KFC. <laughs> so would you rather have... Mm. A blizzard mm-hmm. from Dairy Queen that was McDonald's flavored or Wendy's flavored. Ew, what? <laughs> you said that as if you don't eat Wendy's or McDonald's. Sure. Let me, let me, let me. Think of the think of the blizzard that is the essence of McDonald's and the essence of Wendy's. And the Activision blizzard. <laughs> I'm gonna. I take would say McDonald's, but of course they have better ice cream. I'm going to take Wendy's. What? Yeah. Over a Frosty? I mean, you think a Frosty's better than, like, a McFlurry? Easy, yeah. first of all. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yes. No, no, absolutely. Yes, that, that is, like... McFlurries are yucky. You're wrong. McFlurries are delicious, Thank but... You. So you are wrong, I mean, yucky compared to a Frosty. Frosties wrong. are better. Frosties, Frosties are, are... Listen... Easy better. Frosties are better. Yeah. Um, no. So you, we're comparing... If, we're comparing a four for four mm-hmm. to McDonald's... McPick two. No, 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 no. We're not talking about. Oh, hey, hey, we're not talking about that. Betrayed us. Would you rather do a McPick two or a four for four? Look, 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 easy. Look, absolutely. Look at this. Look at. Would you look at? Are you listening? Yeah. Look. I'm ready. We're not talking about. Can I get a McPick two? We're not (laughs) talking. We're not talking about items on the menu. We're talking just about ice cream. We're talking about the essence, the vibe. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're talking about this. Whatever, whatever the whatever the blizzard ends up being. I'm not talking ice cream versus ice cream, Jaren. These are blizzards. This isn't a McFlurry and a Frosty. Okay, but that's the that's that's their bread and butter. That's how they know how to do it. It's not the bread and butter. That's what they. I'm saying that's how they prep it. No, 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 no. McFlurry. Dairy Queen is prepping. Here's the thing. Really. It's a dairy. Blizzards aren't from McDonald's or Wendy's. So you're saying? Oh, you're, you're saying? I'm saying Dairy Queen is offering you a branded by the a McDonald's. McDonald's Blizzard or a Wendy's Blizzard. Well, that's a different question entirely. Here's the thing. There's a lot to consider here. I go maybe actually with Wendy's in the end here because if they had good mixins, I just like the McDonald's has mixins. That's why I'm gonna McDonald's leave it. does have mixins. Here's the thing though. There's a lot to consider. The Big Mac is better than Dave Single or whatever that's called. That's the truth. Yeah. Okay, but um, a Baconator oh, trumps literally everything else. <laughs> literally everything else. <laughs> a, a junior bacon. looking at Baconator better than any McDonald's sandwich. Junior Frosty better than any McDonald's dessert. A, a junior bacon McDonald's cheese. fries better than Wendy's fries. Yeah. yeah. But Wendy's fries, when they're good, they're great. I think a junior bacon cheeseburger is better than a McDouble, and those are comparable as yeah. far as price and, like, menu. But whatever. with the McDouble, you can get mac sauce on the side. Yeah, but you can get Whatever. Or added. Well, that's where I'm going to look. Anyway, I, I still go with Wendy's. All right. Wendy's. I will. Eli? Mm. It's tough. Is it? I, I, I like Wendy's more, but I think for some reason the essence of McDonald's is selling me on that blizzard. Okay. That's I don't know why. I don't know. I, I can't explain it even. It's just a gut feeling. Wendy's has better root beer than McDonald's, and I stand by that. Is it? Is it? It's not barks. both barks. I thought it was both barks. They're, both barks. It's, they're both barks, but it's something yeah. about Wendy's. No, there's a difference. I know. Because McDonald's Diet Coke is, is the best Diet Coke. So yeah. is their Sprite. I don't like Diet Coke. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Anyway. McDonald's Sprite. Yeah. That's something else. Well, that Sprite's something else. Thank you for listening Thanks, to guys. Everything for Himself. I'm Eli Webb. I'm Jaron Jolly. I'm Jason Kenny. I love you. Love well, you.